Hey everybody, Street Fight Radio. We're glad you're here. It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. Time for a street fight. We do it every single week here. Uh, I don't know, late night. We just got done watching some kind of monster for the Patreon feed. So now we're starting up the basement show. We'll be taking calls on Sunday. So if you got something you want to say or things you want to share this Sunday, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. That's when we want to hear from all y'all. Tell us what's going on. Come hang with the gang. Ask, act orangutan. My name is Brett. My co-host is Brian. We're Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We've been doing it for almost 10 years now. We're fighting through quarantine to bring you this content and uh, help spread this mess across the U.S. and hopefully beyond so that in these tumultuous times, we can rebuild something that works for all of us. If you're down with that message, you found the right place. We're gonna be here as much as we can, spreading this mess across the US, like I said. And you can find us uh, over on streetfightradio.com, all of the podcasting platforms, and then of course, live streaming on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Jump in the chat, there's a bunch of people in there uh and talking shit we don't quit it's street fight radio right it is street fight radio how's it going it's going good uh. <laughs> really <laughs> it's okay you know? i did something today that i never do never ever in my life i called my mom and my dad and i said how are you doing is everything okay with you if you need anything you feel free to call me and my mom's gonna make me buy her groceries but you know, that's the relationship yeah. I have with my mom is that she would ask for something. My dad, a little bit annoyed. He was bothered by it? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, it, 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 you know, you don't want to be checked on. Yeah, you don't want, you, you feel like uh, if someone has concern for you. It's kind of like, I've, I've heard it said this way before, when you slip and fall and people stop laughing, that's when you're old. Yeah. Like if I slip down the stairs, people still laugh, but at some point they're going to, people are going to rush and be like, oh, 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 are you okay? Are you okay? You know, that's yeah. when you, when there's that concern there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? You know, um, I get it. Yeah. So living life under quarantine, you know, staying in the house all the time right now, I did have to leave uh, to go to the ATM and I had a weird altercation. What happened? So I've actually, I had enough food. I had toilet paper. I've had a lot of stuff for a while. I had to go re up on some weed. And so I, I had to leave and I have a mask. Katie, your wife brought one over and was like, you know, we have these Kratom masks that are left over. This isn't like the medical kind. It's like a respirator kind. And I was like, all right, cool. So I wore the mask and I go to the bank and I park on the backside of the bank and there's another guy that parks with me at the same time. And we walk in opposite directions. Now I'm walking around the building cause I don't want to walk through the bank. I just want to go to the front to the ATM and me and the guy that parked get there at the same time. And he walks up and he grabs the, he grabs the handle of the door. And this is for the, this is for the lobby. This is where the ATM is at. So it's that little tiny room, you know, where like you yeah. have to swipe your card to get into sometimes if it's locked. So he goes to hold the door and I say, I oh, know I'm going to wait out here. And he kind of just rolls his eyes and closes the door. Yeah. <laughs> Which 
Do you ever go into this the little room with people when they're on the ATM? No. You should never do that. Yeah. No. That's I, not I, what I, you're supposed to do. I wasn't even doing anything weird at this point. Like, I never go in the room when someone is pulling money out of that fucking machine. Uh, so he finishes up. He holds the door. And I go to walk in and I catch it with, my, like, my elbow. And he just looks at me and says, you know, you should be wearing gloves if you're going to do all that. Why? He was mad that I had a mask on. Jesus Christ, man. Someone said he probably felt emasculated like he's not prepared enough for something. What kind of vibes do you get from him? Like Trump guy? No. Well, maybe Trump. Maybe Trump. Maybe tr You had a Trump guy vibe on? No, no. Here's what the thing. He was wearing a uh he was wearing a shirt for a band called Papadocio. Okay. You know them? Libertarian. Yeah. Jam band. Libertarian. So I think he's more of the hippie type, like, man, this is all the earth just evening everything out. It's all herd immunity, man. There's yeah. no reason to be wearing masks and shit. That's what I, that's the vibe I yeah. got from him. What's the point in getting he's a confrontational for, though about I don't know. You know. Why why don't like why don't you just keep that to yourself? Like <clears throat> why don't you just think inside your brain that person's a fucking moron. I have the forbidden knowledge. I know that this was all created by the Democrats or whatever they think it is, you know? It was very weird. I just I didn't say anything. I just kept it rolling. Yeah, it's been kind of a uh it, it it's been what's the I I I guess like people are are coming together. It feels like we're all yeah. working together. You know? Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, I feel pretty good about people at this point. Like, as in, like, I think, you know, most of us are, are trying to stay away from people, doing the social distancing. Uh, I mean, you know, me and you are hang, <clears throat> hanging out still, but... Yeah, we're going to do that. We'll, I mean, there's certain people in your life you have to decide, like, we're going down together. We have a close knit group of friends that all have kids and stuff. So yeah, we're going down together. We'll get it all together. But uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I've been trying to be mindful of, you know, germs and washing hands and all that stuff. Uh, but you know, honestly, I've talked to people, I mean, here it seems relatively normal, you know, I don't want to di discount it, but like you were saying that you, you're pretty much doing your thing, except you're living in the you're in the house, right? More than you'd like to be. Yeah. Can't I mean, go out and do stuff. I've been taking my walk because I'm not going into places. Sure. And I'm not doing, I'm not with people. I'm alone and I'm outside and I feel like, you know, that seems like a safe yeah. enough thing to do. I, I've had to go to the store a couple times, which every time I go to the store, I leave and I think I have symptoms yeah. after that. But I, I think I'm fine. Yeah. You know, I don't have a sore throat. I don't have a cough. I don't have a fever. So I don't think I have it, you know? Yeah. It, I think, like, it would really help if they would test us. Yeah. It would, would really make... be nice if they would get the tests out and test everybody and not hold them back. Yeah. For people with symptoms. Because if we, if I knew I had it, I wouldn't even take my walks. I would just sit in my room or yeah. a room in my house and, you know. And live it out there. Live it out, like make it through. Yeah, I, you know, the thing about it, that's the thing is I also, I, I have the house now and we have plenty of food uh, and we've been able to do this just fine. 
And I've talked, but I've talked to like some of our comedian friends. I've been in the messages with them in New York City, and they're all like at full panic mode. Ah, everybody is though. Yeah. And by the way, and, and I, you know, I will say I definitely downplayed this at the beginning. Uh, I definitely am responsible for thinking it wasn't shit. You know, I've done my research, and I'm fine. You know, complying with all of this stuff. But I think that more than anything, like the Bernie Sanders campaign. That was all to do an election. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of those, like when you saw like Somalian dishwashers that showed up for Bernie or you see like Latina librarians or whatever, when you see a lot of the working people, the foundry workers and the union people that show up for the Bernie Sanders thing, they're doing overtime. Mm -hmm. They're in election season once in the four years. They're putting in extra work. After that election, they aren't, don't have the extra time to organize. A lot of working people don't have the ability to constantly be organizing for the future. You know, we're, most people are trying to make ends meet. Yeah. I'm saying all this to get to the point that the Bernie Sanders folks, and there's an overwhelming amount of them, and they show up and you can see them and they're tangible and they're everywhere. Those are the decent people in this situation. Those are the people that are looking at how they can deliver groceries. Those are the ones that are on Facebook groups trying to figure out how they can organize things. I went to Food Not Bombs and like 17 minivans showed up ready to transport anything that they needed. I, I ended up leaving with an empty fucking van because yeah. the, so I think that the only, the thing that keeps me comfortable, I think all the time is that people are good. We lose sight of that. We think that people are nefarious or that they're only looking out for themselves. And there's a lot of greedy assholes, but when it comes to situations like this, people want to help and people are there and doing, you know, what it takes to make sure people aren't falling through the cracks. You know, I, I don't know. I just see the, I see the hope there. I always knew that we could only rely on us. And I think humanity is good. Yeah. They, they're, they're do they're going to take care of this. I do. I do. I think things are getting better. Uh, uh, I mean, they're getting, the only way out of this is through. Yeah, we have to wait. And uh, the cases are going up. It's going to keep going up. Yeah. But I think that like people are staying home. They're not going out. They're not gathering uh, in large groups. I disagree with that. You really do? When I left for the bank, I was astonished by how many people <clears throat> were just going on jogs together. You know, just two and three at a time. So many well, people were walking their fucking dogs. I drove past, I was in your neck of the woods. I drove past the legal weed dispensary in Grandview. 16 fucking people standing back to back in line waiting to get inside that fucking place. Right. I'm saying, though, that like two or three people jogging together isn't what we're sure. worried about. We're, we're worried about 10, 20, but 50 people. You still yeah. have these. You have these people that are like just driving to every grocery store that they can to take pictures of empty shelves. And it's like, you aren't helping the virus. You're, you're, you're now moving, you're mixing with all of the different fucking Petri dishes at every grocery store and putting them all together. What the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's and there's, true. and God, man, men is, men are, are so stupid. That, yeah. The guy that went after me for the mask and me and me and, uh, well, actually this is funny. Thomas, uh, Thomas, uh, S that's in our group. He posted in the street fighters, the parenting group. He said, I've got like a 10 month old newborn. So I'm making sure that they're okay. They're going to be here in quarantine. They don't get any contact. 
And dad's just going to be delivery guy for this whole thing. Just anything they need, I'm going to drive and get it for them. Yeah. And I read that and I was like, that's just being a dad for the rest of your life. That it doesn't is, really the job. It doesn't matter what the quarantine is. Someone says, like, I need some water and you just jump up and get water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Someone is like, we need celery or a book tomorrow by tomorrow because there's a report due, and you just fucking go. Yeah, that that is the job. That's the, but that's how I feel. Like me and uh, one of my good friends, Brandon, we left together to procure food and all these things, and it's just all other stupid guys out there that are like, this thing's all overblown, don't you think? Like they're just milling about, but they're just curious. Yeah, and it's like you need to not be here. Like limit. Yeah. Don't buy a six pack, buy a few so that you're not back yes. here every single yes. day. That's how, I mean, that was sort of the thing I'm learning now a lot is like when I go to the, when I went to the store today, I was like, I bought enough so I don't have to go back to the store for another three, four, five yeah. days. So also things to get in, um, do not do Molly right now. It's an immunosuppressive, okay. so it could lead you in a vulnerable state. Okay. I also want to say based on my personal experience, acid is the best way to go during this thing okay okay i bought two hits of acid but i cut them into four each and it's like a microdose thing and you just feel stoned for the whole fucking day and it costs a couple dollars yeah yeah that's the yeah. best i think that's the best way to do it yeah yeah i mean you know if it gets to lockdown mode i'm probably just gonna do a bunch of fucking drugs yeah if i can't I, leave my house i'm just gonna do drugs i just i left the house to get shrooms <laughs> edibles acid I, I went to ann arbor earlier this week to buy weed so oh I, yeah, you're the the tincture, the seat, the one to one. Yeah, I just wanted some one to one stuff. That's my favorite weed stuff and illegal. The black market doesn't really have it, so you have to go to a dispensary, and they still have a pretty shitty selection of one to one stuff in Michigan. But I was just like, I'm just gonna drive up there. I don't have anything else to fucking do. I'll be alone the whole time. Yeah, I'm just like. Whenever I'm, I, I, I think of things I can do by myself where I'm not going to encounter other people and that's what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's how I've been I'm I'll, handling this thing. I'm mostly just getting used to having my wife and kid around all the time. My, oh. I live at this, I live at this place. <clears throat> the studio is here. The office is right off camera. I, I literally, I never get away from this place. I'm constantly trying to find things to do. So today what I did, I did a workout. I fucking took a shower. I shaved all the way. I put on my favorite shirt just to like get me back into normal. I was waiting to pull that for a while. Like I can live in dirty clothes for like a week or two. I'm pretty good at being depressed. Mm -hmm. But now I finally pulled the rip cord and like went all the way, dressed up, did my hair, feeling good. To go nowhere you yeah know? there's just nothing you can do it's good that they closed everything i think i think it's that, helpful that it's bad for the employees obviously we'll get into yeah, some of that we're gonna... later and, and and we'll talk about that kind of thing but like the 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 uh the temptation to go to a bar would be so high you know if, they, if they, they didn't tell you not to go i mean honestly i was at some younger folks house which they were watching West Coast Customs. Yeah, on that's, a good, that's a good show. But up until they shut the bars down, they were doing DJ nights to a few hundred people like seven nights a week. Yeah. And they were not planning on shutting down. Like the first day the quarantine happened, they were like, Callahan's is still open. I'm going to go spin. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. So 
DMT also is an immunosuppressant. So DT Moloch in the chat says acid is the way to go. Yeah, Thumbs up acid. to acid. Yeah. Dude, that little corner of a piece of acid is so fun. You get energy and you get focus and you just feel like alive, but you're not like glued to the couch or like feeling weird for being stuck inside, you know? Yes. Yeah. It it I mean, man, it is so weird. It with spring coming up also is kind of like a tough one for me. Is like I've been waiting to be out doing stuff with my friends. <laughs> I, outside and i'm like it's this is uh yeah not this is not meant to be uh i don't know i'm not saying this disingenuously but uh part of the seasonal affective disorder and depression of the winter like really gets wiped away at moments like this yeah this is one of those things where you're just like i don't know you, there's just no time to to worry about my own like petty bullshit right now you know it, it's like an aliens event it's something that affects all of us so incredibly hard. Like it, nobody is going to be is coming out of this thing unchanged, you know? Yeah. I, I think something that I, I think something that's been, I don't know. My, my, uh, anxiety is up. Is obviously. it? Yeah. It, it always is. My, my anxiety is weirdly up, but dread that the sense of dread that i feel every day all the time has weirdly gone away yeah because every day is different now yeah like there's... we're in unknown times and like it's just kind of like you know Dude, what are we gonna do you know my wife said something today which will let you know why i marry her but she's like you know what if we all go right now i'm just like coloring with my daughter and thinking this is the best moment ever you know this is way better than being sick I feel, you know, there's just, the problem is, is that you can get into doom and gloom. And a lot of what my persona is, is trying to relate to doom and gloom in a way that doesn't drag you down. But if you feel like everything is doomed and you keep telling yourself that over and over again, it's just going to make you fucking miserable. And there's no reason to be miserable. You might as well be at your best, um, you know, suffering through this shit instead of, you know, letting it drag you down. That's how I felt too. I, I just kind of feel like I can't sit around and think that everybody is going to get this and, you know, a million people are going to die or whatever. And like, uh, you know, the hope is that we figure it out and we've figured out stuff in the past. And, and it is. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, we're taking pretty drastic steps compared to anything that's happened in, in my life. Yeah. There, I've, I I've never seen, seen this. this kind of thing in my life. And I, I feel like. I don't know. Like, I feel like we're probably, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what we're going to be. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if we're going to be okay. I can't say, Hey, we're going to be okay. That we're all going to come out on the other end of this, but I got to fucking think there's a future, you mm -hmm. know? And yeah. that's the way I think. Yeah. Because until there isn't one, it doesn't matter. Then you won't have to worry about it. You know? Yeah. There, it, it's, uh, I know it's tough and, and, you know, uh, please reach out to street fight. If you need special support in any other way, or you have nobody to go to, uh, we would love to utilize our resources. We have a great community of people that are ready to do mutual aid in any possible way. So, uh, please rest assured. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, my sister who works for a hotel chain, uh, did not lose her job this week. Okay. They like said they were going to keep her on. Uh, -huh. uh but they got, did get rid of, you know, most of the staff. 
They fired know. him, laid him off. I guess they laid him off. And uh, this is the 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 undocumented workers are the ones I worry about. I don't know how Ohio unemployment works. I don't know if they've extended it to people, but I know that if they go to try to collect it, ICE is going to be there. Yeah. And I don't know how to reach out to that community and 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 tell that ask them their needs and try to help meet those needs. Like I have no idea how. Well, I'll, I'll help you. But uh, we can work on it. Yeah, yeah, we we should like work on trying to make sure that those people are taken care of because nobody's going to take care of them. Right. Nobody's going to do it. The government's not looking to do anything for them. Yeah. Yeah. I have a mortgage. They're now talking about like, please save all the mortgages. I feel like a real class trader right now. Just seeing how they're like, mortgages are up here. Renters, those fuckers, they'll sleep anywhere. (laughs) I think they're going to, I think if they help mortgages, they'll help renters. Yeah, I I know. They're trying to keep people in their houses. They are. No, I agree. Yeah. I know. But there is just the the speak and the way that it's mentioned there is uh, they use hierarchy there's a hierarchy of people and uh undocumented people are not being discussed at all it's it's you in american media you can't talk about the undocumented folks that do all of the hard labor for us it's almost like you don't want to because ice will go find somebody right just to it's, punish you for talking about it you know what i mean right yeah, I worry about that. I worry about a lot of the people who have been trying to like uh uh I, I don't know. The, the the service industry is fucked and those are our people, you know? Yeah. And 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 I think if you work for a chain or something like that, the hope is that they'll take care of you. But these restaurants are doing GoFundMe's to keep the fucking restaurant. You know? Yeah. Which is We I yeah, I went to GoFundMe and all of the local places in town are or have them for their crew. Yeah. Did we talk about this? No. We didn't talk about this? No, I saw that one GoFundMe was trying to rate... There's three gigantic restaurants, Union, Access, and Hubbard uh, Grill, is owned by the same people, and they're trying to raise $150,000 for all the staff of these three places. Access and Union are famous gay clubs in Columbus, Ohio. Well, um, but, uh, but it was... Uh, it's... Like that to me is the unknown element. I'm relatively safe and secure. We're doing content right now. That's our beat. That's our job. But uh, service workers are going to have to be bailed out very soon. I know. They've all, I've already heard of firings laid off. People are not. People are living day check to day check, not paycheck to paycheck. Yes. We've said that before. And if you're on the server, if you're on the server lifestyle, if you're a cook, you are every single day just trying to make it through to have any of that interrupted put you in crisis immediately. Yeah. I'm looking at the GoFundMe's in Columbus and it is, uh, it's bleak, man. I, I just don't know what they're going to do. Okay. Thank you. In the chat. Ready? Yeah. Turd nunchucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would use those said undocumented workers in Ohio can reach out to central Ohio worker center at gmail.com. Okay. It's getting the information to those people. They're not listening to this show. That's true. Well, I'm saying my tweets. But if you if 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 you have if you find yourself you know in that realm, I'm not saying I'm saying we will. I will try to do genuine outreach outreach to see if we can get into that arena. Yeah. But for now, that's uh, a place you can send people. 
Well, or, I guess we have to do the. Sh I mean, we have to do a show, right? We're doing the show. No, I'm saying we have to. We we start to do Street Fight, you know. And uh, I got some news, and we can we can look into some of this because uh, there is news happening in that arena. Uh, on Wednesday, Whole Foods CEO John Mackey sent out an email to grocery store employees with a list of benefits and options for those who fall sick during the coronavirus pandemic. Among his six suggestions was an option for employees to donate their paid time off to co-workers facing medical emergencies. Team members who have a medical emergency or death in their immediate family can receive donated PTO hours, Mackey wrote in an email reviewed by Motherboard not only from team members in their own location, but also from team members across the country. Uh, Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Ah, that's so bad. It's sick. That's, that's, I, that's capitalism. That is the sickness of capitalism. That is a capitalism. So I don't know where we come out on the other side. I mean, are people going to hold blood feuds against them for this kind of stuff? I feel that as a business, you can make the right decision or you can totally fuck it up. And they're totally fucking it up because everybody knows Jeff Bezos owns Whole Foods and That's he has enough point. to provide relief to all these people. Yeah. You know what? Your Whole Foods employees, they're decent, hardworking folks. They're going to donate to every single person that gets sick at your fucking place. You should be the better person as someone that's hoarding all the money and resources, you know? Well, that was the Zion Williamson story and uh, that I saw earlier this week that seemed like... Uh, here, here, I'll read this story here that I saw that was like pretty. Uh, this guy's 19 years old, Brett. Jesus Christ. He's a rookie in the NBA. Um, sought after dude. Uh, it was once estimated that the difference between LeBron James playing for the Cavaliers and not playing for the Cavaliers re represented a $500 million economic shift, largely felt in downtown Cleveland area. Cabs, hotels, restaurants, and bars, all these businesses all across the country, boom, on game night. And now, as we know, NBA games are not happening. That is a thing that's happening, too. There are a lot of service workers that work around arenas where these games happen, and none of these games are happening. So those businesses are also getting hit. And it's not just NBA games that are housed in these multi-purpose arenas. We're talking about concerts, conventions, seminars, and all these mass gathering events have to that have to be worked by ushers, vendors, security, people who have to pay their bills and have now, in many cases, lost their only means of doing so. Indeed, the economic fallout from the NBA's work stoppage due to the coronavirus has implications far beyond the billionaire owners and millionaire players, many of which, to their great credit, are stepping in to support those in far less fortunate financial situations. One of those players is Pelicans rookie Zion Williamson, who on Friday pledged to pay the wages of all Smoothie King Center arena workers for a span of 30 days while the NBA enforces this hiatus. Again, See? Zion isn't alone in his generosity. Cavs forward Kevin Love was the first player to reach into his own pocket and give 100 grand. And uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo gave the same amount to support the Fiserv Forum staff in Milwaukee. Blake Griffin did it in Detroit. And uh, Rudy Gobert, the guy that, I don't know if you heard about him, but he, he had it. And then was joking around and touching everybody's oh, shit. Oh, yes, he went around, <laughs> yeah, fucking with people's mics and shit. Yeah, so these players are stepping in. These, these players are workers. Because Again, once you have it, what, like once you have enough, you share it. Yeah, 
and and they're 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 you can say what you want about how much they make i mean i would say that they work they are extremely talented and uh they only have a few years to make all their money and that uh you know they deserve it more than the owners yeah nba does yeah but uh just the fact that this wasn't like something that the NBA or the own or the owners of the teams got together and said, "Hey, if you work for these arenas, you're gonna be okay through this." Yeah, they can afford that, and and it's a player that has to, a, a fucking teenager has to do that yeah. to get people to do it. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's it's shitty, and and that's what I'm saying is like, I, I guess it, it, I, who knows what the the post corona world looks like but watching people hedging their bets like the nba like you know you're going to get a bailout you know you're going to be fine your friend the nba is friends with all the big money in america with all the commercial people with all the tv stations whatever the fuck it is you can cover the pathetic wages that you're paying these oh, fucking not paying these guys people. anything anyway you know nothing no you're paying them uh, a Maserati payment yes. a month. Yeah, yeah. And 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 a week or whatever it is. Yeah. I just think also the fact that it went it it came down to this where the other player where where the where the billionaire owners and stuff aren't doing anything or Jeff Bezos. You know, that fucking guy has more than enough to fix every one of these economic problems. He could swoop in 60 billion dollars. You could pay everybody's in the service industry salary, and you could probably, you know, give the people that work at Whole Foods unlimited paid sick time and give the people that work in your warehouses unlimited paid sick time. You could do that. That's within your power, yeah, within your money. Right there. And you will still have billions of fucking dollars, you know? Yeah. And that's the problem with letting people hoard resources like that. That is, these people, these fucking Warren Buffett and fucking Bill Gates and Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, like, they are holding all the cards right now. People are fucking losing their houses and losing their income. And these guys are living lavishly. And, and downplaying the threat of a pandemic to their workers you know elon musk uh sent out an email earlier in the week to his employees at tesla or at spacex elon musk sent a memo to spacex employees on friday underplaying the dangers of covid 19 the illness caused by the novel coronavirus which is now considered a pandemic according to buzzfeed well also the cdc and the world health organization Musk's email sent earlier today. To, this is from the 13th. This is, or maybe, yeah, this is March 13th. This was sent out. Musk's email sent earlier today told employees of the space transport company that they were far more likely to die from a car crash than COVID-19. This the is disease Elon caused Musk. by the novel coronavirus. E- Elon Musk said this? Yes, this yeah. is Elon Musk. Right, I saw that. Yeah. Which You're is... not more likely to die. I mean, you're, you can't catch a car accident. I think yeah, it's kind of my thing. Like car accidents, yes, maybe you are more likely to die in a car accident than yeah, this thing. You but are. you're likely to get this thing, and anybody who gets it is at some sort of risk of dying. 
we're pretty sure the, that if you're relatively no not no no not anybody that gets this thing is in risk of dying i think you think that anybody that gets it is going to die i don't think that i'm saying that if you have it you have a risk there is a risk factor i don't think that there's zero risk even when a healthy person gets it okay there is a risk involved in getting the coronavirus and i fuck i'm sure if I got it, I probably wouldn't die. But there's a lot of fucking other extenuating factors yeah, in this. Yeah, like, I agree. Like lack of ventilators and fucking the kind of stuff that you need to fix this. Yeah. Is like we don't yeah. have that stuff in the United States. That stuff, there aren't enough ventilators. For the amount of people that they think are going to get this thing, there are not enough ventilators to even treat those people. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that's the, and that's what's the, that's the issue is that, I mean, I definitely was skeptical at first, but I took a moment to read about like the situation in Italy and France and stuff. And was like, all right, this makes sense. I can see this is a serious fucking issue now. Yeah. And it's going to keep ratcheting up, you know, these, I mean, they were screenshotting Donald Trump from March 7th saying, like, this thing is is a joke. He was fucking joking around about yeah. it at rallies. And the fucking thing that pisses me off about that is, like, a lot of us were joking around about it, too. We were A lot of us were doing memes and being very flippant about it because it wasn't here. You know what I mean? But he's a fucking president of yeah. the United States. You know what I mean? He probably has. He should have a little bit more information than we do. Exactly. All I, all I know is nobody I I know has it. Mm-hmm. I ain't heard nobody died from Corona. So what the fuck does it matter to me? I'm about to fire this meme off. Yeah. And he was making jokes about it at his rallies yeah. and just having the best fucking time about it a few my, weeks ago. The I have a I have a boomer in my life that posted <clears throat> something about everybody being blown out of proportion. And then earlier this week, they shared this like deathly serious article about, you know, not letting it travel amongst people and stuff. It was, it was pretty good switch up. I, I wanted to Trump's s- in the same place. Though. I wanted Trump to is treating it seriously now too. Very I know serious. I wanted to talk shit to him, but it probably wouldn't have worked, you know? Well, I mean, turning, changing your opinion on stuff yeah you want to make that okay thing. yeah you i want to i want to, I want to make sure yeah. that that you change your opinion and somebody isn't like oh fuck it what you changed your fucking opinion you were a yeah. dumbass yesterday yeah so, no no no. welcome 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 yeah. please we love you welcome to the party please let's all take this seriously yeah. well i am supposed to uh next this saturday i am supposed to hang out with the in-laws and uh, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know if we're going to do it. They want to. They probably want to do it as a point of pride. Mm. Like they don't give a shit about well, it. Was planned like a long time ago, like six months ago, like three or four months ago. They haven't canceled it. No. And uh, I don't think gotta- we are now. I don't. I don't think we are going to now. But they're probably pretty safe being in the country and never leaving their house anyway. That's know? why you have to go there and give them COVID, dude. I I gotta go there and give you it to go, them. You've been walking around this city, scooping up all the germs. You gotta go deliver them right to the heart of your racist father-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like I gotta go over there. I'm I'm curious to see if he's taking it seriously. Because I don't think he probably is. I see a lot of Trump people not taking it very seriously, even as he starts to be serious about it, uh-huh. you know? Although they did say that somebody in the White House is calling it the Kung Flu. I No, they tweeted that. 
The White House did? Somebody in the government tweeted Kung Flu. Oh, cool. Chinese virus. They tweeted Chinese yeah, virus. That's yeah. what it was. Not Kung Flu. Sorry. Yeah, Kung Flu is more, even more Way, offensive. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, that's like making it a joke. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I honestly, I do not have any pro-Trumpers in my life. I know that they voted for Trump, but they're not like fully into they don't, Trumpism. Yeah, he is very. They're not following along with the QAnon and shit. Yeah, he's very, I don't know if he's a Q guy, but he's very into the Trumpism. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find, um, I'm, I'll, I'll see if I can find some Trump memes real quick. I, here's Trump equals truth. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we got. Uh, oh, it's okay. 11 hours ago, Dan Bell from the Trump equals truth group said it is the Chinese virus. Oh God. Uh, they're calling somebody a media moron. Uh, they're still attacking Eon Omar and Ivanka Trump's family. Okay. Uh, important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, President Trump, China, Wuhan virus, U.S. cases, 1,329 U.S. deaths, 38 panic level, mass hysteria, President Obama, Heaney virus, swine flu, 60.8 million cases, 12,469 death, panic levels, whatever. You are being played for suckers. So that's like what they're doing. Okay. That's their yeah. thing, you know? Yeah, and which is easy to do right now. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, honestly, but and the Obama me, thing, though, you let me speak tests. up. And okay, let me say, I will join them. Eventually, I will join them. If no one ever, if no one ever suffers from coronavirus, you know, if it never ramps up, I will join them. But uh, there's nothing I've read to suggest that's going to be the case. You know, they fucking aren't testing people, right? And that's the fucking thing that these fucking idiots don't understand. There are not 2,000 cases of the coronavirus in the United States. There are a lot more. But nobody can get a fucking test unless you're Tom Hanks or you're in the NBA. Idris Elba. Or Idris Elba. Yeah, that's how you get tested. And that's the problem. Uh, That's the real problem with this fucking thing. It's... uh, it They think... And these guys think it's a conspiracy, which I think is fucking... So stupid. There's a woman licking a toilet seat on one of these conservative sites. Yeah, that's a different kink, though. Um, I, I. It's just it's scary. They all. They also. I've seen a lot of. You know what else I've seen from the right wing? I listen to Man Cow this week, so I yeah. do know what's going on with the right wing. They believe this is a Chinese weapon, and that we're in World yeah. War Three. Right. Right. Which that is. They're trying to wipe us out, right? Biologically. I mean, well, I think what worries me about that is that if when we get out on the other side of this thing, they're going to want to fight China. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, they're going to have power. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I did hear that, like, gun and ammo stores have been ransacked. I know there's lines and all of that, and they're sold out in a lot of places. But those people have, have pretty much always been quarantined anyways. Like, we don't... I mean, until society, serious societal breakdown happens, they're not going to, to descend with their fucking guns and weapons, you know? No, that's for sure. The fucking Bubba's and the FUDs and all of the goofballs that buy into that shit are doing nothing right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just, 
it, it, I don't know. It's scary. It's scary. I'm seeing so many people say China needs to pay. Right. And stuff like that. And it's just like, don't turn this into a war. Like, let's not do that. You know, I don't. I don't yeah, know. no, I mean, they're they're going to be ugly and on their way. I mean, all that we can hope is that those people die from it. I mean, I really sincerely want them all to be the ones that perish from it. I yeah. uh, I don't give a shit about their lives and they're not helping anything right now. Well, they're being horrible. So let's uh, let's move on to something a little bit more. Uh, you don't want to wish people would die anymore. Fight. Well, I love wishing people would die and you know that. But let's move to something that's a little more street fight. My wife got an email from work. Okay. And it is uh, tips for working from home. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Ten tips for working from home. And she started reading them to me. And uh, here we go. I mean, Brett, I'm going to tell you right now. This is management. Yeah, this is our guide. Yeah, this is the guide to working from home. Number 10. This is the 10th most important thing to remember when working from home balance there's a tendency to feel compelled to work extra long to avoid the perception of not being productive at home i get that and appreciate the integrity behind it but still stretch your legs take your lunch break get your steps in put on your sneakers in the morning to remind you to get out and move that's like not a bad that's good advice bit of advice it feels but it feels it feels like they're already, it feels like from Jump Street, they're saying, we're going to beat you at your own game. You think that just because you sign on to Messenger, onto Jabber, and you've got a green online button going for 12 hours a day, you think we aren't going to pay attention to what you're actually getting done? Right? What this feels like to me also is like a, a, a minimum, because I know what people do when they work from home. Okay. Yeah. I'm a guy that fucking knows microdose LSD. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And and them saying stuff about stretch your legs, take your lunch break, get your steps in. It's like, motherfucker, <laughs> you you're not giving anybody permission to do anything that they aren't already doing. Stretch it, your legs. I do get have, out of here. You know, it, it is nice for them to just come out and say it though, because Street Fight has been built on this that like work from home sucks yeah work from home means instead of working nine to five you work nine to nine now yeah and all of a sudden you have a company email on your phone that goes off at one in the morning on a friday night when you're at the fucking bar and you get some crazy email from somebody you know yeah yeah, because they're still working for sure number nine wear your badge there's something psychological about wearing our badges for ourselves and our family members this is especially handy with family members and kiddos. <laughs> Mommy's working when I have my badge on. Oh, man. <laughs> I, you know what? I started this show out by saying, like, I washed, I shaved, I worked out, put on my clothes that feel clean and comfortable. I would never put my badge on don't at my house. Don't put your badge on at home. You don't need it. That's my handcuffs. Yeah. Like when I, like you're pretty much, you're now remind like you're putting me in a cage at my house. Yeah. Where like my kid tries to interrupt and I have to like hold my, I have to hold my badge up now and just be like, stay away. It's like garlic to vampires. It's like, put your fucking, uh, put your smart business casual clothes on, sit down at a desk that mirrors work. You know what I mean? Number eight, you should put on the, 
Put on those same gray pants that you wear four days a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number eight, separation. Put yourself in a separate room if it's available to you. Create a little work sanctuary. Make it nice. I have an essential oils diffuser running. Oh. Might as well enjoy this time, yeah, right? Yeah, shit. <laughs> Let's go wild. It might be the end of the world. I'm going to get some fucking lavender going. I'm going to feel relaxed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, check your ergonomics, please. Of course. Yeah. Everybody forgets that. It's ergonomics, ergonomics, ergonomics. Every time I'm training somebody to work from home, they forget the ergonomics. Sitting on the sofa with your laptop balanced on your lap is good for a few emails in the evening, but not for eight hours. Watch your neck and back, See? too. However, I do advocate for having a cat or dog in your lap at all times. Mm. So this is, uh, this is giving me flashbacks to... Uh, when I worked from home in DC and we had a one bedroom apartment, uh, I would do mystery shops by sitting on the ground on the coffee table. Yeah. And it was the worst feeling in the world, but it was the only work from home lifestyle I had. I guess they, they're talking to people that have like furniture though, right? Yeah. yeah. These are people, these people have, you have furniture at your house. So never Sitting mind. on a couch. I'm yeah. just sitting on a couch. My wife does it on a couch all day. Why not? Laptop in the yeah. Fuck. Be comfortable. That's how I feel. Pack your lunch. If you're worried. Oh about God, that's cool. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> your family is sitting around binge watching the fifth season of fucking Merlin or something, and you go to the fridge and grab a brown paper bag and unroll a peanut butter and jelly with the crust cut off in a juice box. <laughs> If you're worried about grazing all day or not meeting your nutrition plan goals, pack your lunch and eat lunch around the same time you do in the office. Okay. These are, I mean, these, uh, these aren't terrible. They're weird. They're, pack your lunch and wear your badge is weird. Yeah, I guess you're right now that you say that. It's weird. But we're, because we, are, we aren't even into the weird times yet. Yeah. I mean, it's going to break down further. I mean, the normalcy, I've already, you, you mentioned it too. I stopped paying attention to bedtimes. Oh, you know what I'm yeah. doing? You know what I'm doing during my uh, quarantine? I'm going to put my stay up one hour later than the night before theory to test. So every single night, like I stayed up till three, then four, then five. I'm going to stay up till six tonight, seven the next day. I'm going to like live every single hour of the day. <laughs> I'm moving it all for I'm living a 25 hour day. I'm getting extra. I'm squeezing a little bit of extra juice out of that day. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Number five, update your location on Skype. You don't need to send work from home emails to your colleagues, especially not at this time. It's a given. Update your location on Skype. Do what? It says update your location. You don't location. have to do that anymore? I guess. I don't know. They're trying to be funny. Turn off the TV, for heaven's sake. No. Don't let the TV run the news in the background through your work day. It's a bummer. How about something different in the background, like some bluesy jazz or classical music? <laughs> okay, okay. Bad advice. The bluesy jazz. The blues. No it's not the same as Love is Blind on Netflix. No. It's not the same. You're not getting the same, like, uh, I mean, uh, info dump. Once again, I guess this is uh, a lot of this is, and we're going to have to, to revisit this, but replaying the official, the original themes of street fight, the breakdown of the work culture and all of that. I've always said that as a labor force, we've been unable to go to our bosses and say, 
we only do four hours of work every day. Would you please just let us work like noon to four or something? Yeah. And that's the situation that this is in too, where it's like, actually, I could answer these emails a lot better if you just let me rewatch Battlestar Galactica right now. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I actually, I don't like putting on the Gap fucking relaxed fit pants, and I don't like putting a ham sandwich in a fucking bag and bringing it every day. I'd rather just watch Deadpool 2 again yeah. while I get my fucking work done. I can listen to... I can do whatever I want now. I can like fully optimize my work experience from home because I'm no longer bound by the work environment. No, there's no more office rules to keep me yeah. in check. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I haven't like. I'm in a constant flow watched. state. I haven't done anything because I've been taking my walks. And then when I come home, I hang out for a couple hours and I just podcast. I just yeah. like that's what I've been doing. But. I mean, that's good for the people listening. Number three, extrovert remedy. Reach out via Skype to your people. You know, your usual suspects of friends and smiling faces. Human connection matters. And for some of us extroverts, it's not optional. I that am an true. extrovert, number one. But if I was like a work from home extrovert, let's say I work at an office, a big office building. And there's some people that I, I jack around with at work when I'm there, but I don't text them after work or anything like that. Don't talk to them. Okay. If one of them motherfuckers got me on Skype and just started talking to me, I'd be, I'd be like, no thanks. I think I'm disconnected from the culture of the office thing. Damn, you're an <laughs> asshole. I am an asshole. I would think it was weird. I'd probably talk to him. You fucking know me. You don't give a I fuck don't... about your coworkers? No. Well, you, I do. Jason. Dude, now thinking I about my old jobs, I would love to check in with my buddies from like Abercrombie Warehouse or insuranceagents.com. Yeah. I mean, you spend all your time, like those people are your day-to-day -day life, eight I hours a day. Liked. I never cared. You're never. A piece of shit, dude. Well, I care about you and Jason. I care about the Street Fight family a lot. Because that makes money. Yeah, and it's my family. <laughs> That's <laughs> why you care about your... I don't know. And, I, well, I, I, like I mean, I care about... I don't just only hang out with you to do work, is what I, I'm trying to say. I think that's fair, but I also... I can't, I can't just shit on this because I gave the same advice. People have phones in their hands. Talking on the phone is not the fucking same. It's, I mean, I'm sorry. Texting on the phone... Typing comments on Facebook is not the same as talking on the phone or doing like a, a Skype or a Hangout. You need to see and feel people's energy. You should talk to people on the phone. Me and you have, a, I, I'm meeting up with people. I'm interacting with folks. I, I do think that people should prioritize phone calls right now. You should just have a 90 minute fucking phone call with your best friend. I called my dad and my mom today. Just they didn't want to hear it though. My mom was good. My dad, not into it. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I, I never had I, friends. I like my co. I always. I mean, mm. I loved my coworkers. Not me. I never did. That's why I was cable guy was my best job. That was why it was the best job for me because I was alone all fucking day. Yeah, and work with anybody. That's what I like. You know, I didn't grab ass around the fucking office in the morning or anything like that. I went and grabbed my shit and I went and took off and then I went and hung out with my real friends after work. Yeah, I do have to say, I think through this whole thing, it is making me understand that like the process, the process is what I fucking hate. I do love people. I, I'm, I'm not, I get depressed about my own life. I get depressed about my own ethical decisions. 
I get depressed about, you know, uh, how much time I have left and things like that. But when I look out onto other people, um, they bring me joy. I don't know. I guess I am an extrovert in that way where, uh, you know, I always love to acknowledge my coworkers and I always like to, you know, really listen to somebody without like planning the next thing you have to say. I, I think that it's so rewarding. Like the, the time you invest into other people pays back way more than anything else, you know? Yeah, I can. I mean, I am. That's I, a concept. It is a concept. Number two, online learning. This is an incredible time to make Pluralsight and LinkedIn learning for all it's to stop to mine Pluralsight no. and LinkedIn no. for all it's worth. I'm not. <laughs> you will have fewer unplanned interruptions for the next couple of weeks. I plan to be smarter two weeks from now than I am today. Not by no. looking at LinkedIn. No. <laughs> I'm trying to finish up the whole Marvel universe. I know. That's the thing I'm these not... people don't understand. Like this is all. This is an unprecedented chance to watch a whole bunch of fucking movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even taking advantage of it. I wish I, wish I was. I need to. I I'm need reading. To I need to watch more Criterion Collection. I'm reading an oral history of heavy metal right now. Fun. That's the, yeah, I mean, one. but that is. Uh, I mean, uh, what? What in this world? suggest that you should do anything besides play it by ear you know i mean they want you I mean, they, they want you, if they now, want you to do your job i think you should do your job i mean people they're they're going to do it until the government tells them not to but if you're working from home why would you then like th this also belies the the first rule of this thing which is where they're expecting you to do online training on linkedin after your work day so in the first rule they're saying, don't work 11 hours a day. Take a break every two hours. Take a lunch. Then they're also at the end packing it on. Well, when you do clock out, though, there's lots of LinkedIn videos you can watch. <laughs> We're going to have to do LinkedIn learning. We'll, we'll I, do that on the show eventually. Yeah. Number one. Number one, Brad. You spit on that. No, I am. Number one. You're about to spit. I promise. Okay. The listeners, listeners, you're about to spit. Uh, I can't do anything Father, about this. Please take that into account. Spit in a different direction. Yeah, and, uh, I can't do anything about this. This is number one, gratitude. Yay. It's true. Mm. We need to be mm. grateful for okay, this. Okay, let's listen. Uh, this is an unprecedented experience. Count your blessings that we work at a company that is so resilient and we have roles where we can be productive at home. Be thankful that we're all reducing fossil fuel emissions by not turning oh, our car to work. We got to beat this person's ass. Celebrate your reduced dry cleaning bill. Here what? it comes. Here comes the spit. Hey, just warning. You're about to hear something that's going to smooth your brain out a little bit. Swallow it's your get drink. Get rid of a few wrinkles in your brain. Everybody swallow your drink. <laughs> okay, here we go. Consider what an amazing social experiment we are witnessing and how rare it is to actually see a business continuity plan <laughs> exercise. We're witnessing history, so record this mentally and find the silver lining. That's terrifying. <laughs> Some f dude. That could uh, I feel like that could be me in like a different life. 
But some psycho is in a conference room on like a Zoom conference call right now. This is the moment where we change what a fucking business can be. Are you in or are you out? This is new synergy of relationships. We're going to weather the storm. This, this is, is a the time we are testing our business continuity plan and it's fucking working. Get we, it. We have the answers. Your boss has the answers. Your employer knows how to handle this. We're ready for this. <laughs> this is what makes us innovate. At your retirement party, we will talk about how this was implemented and it worked out. You will tell your grandchildren about the continuity of the business that you worked in during the coronavirus pandemic. You're gonna look at your granddaughter in the face and say, we extended more contracts than ever before <laughs> under COVID-19. <laughs> I mean, gratitude's, uh, I mean, okay. Okay, gratitude, gratitude is a good thing to have. Well, in the beginning, <laughs> when I was talking about, like, you know, time with your family, these moments of connection, like, you know, finding your finding your your people that you want to spend the time with. That That's things to be grateful about. You, right. I, the, I don't know about the logistics of the business. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> is that something to be grateful about? Just be... Man, we're in such fluid times right now. Business could be anything. What even is business anymore? But we are going to keep doing business. Either way, no matter how we come through on the other side, man, we're ready to do it. <laughs> I mean, there are business people, dude. You know, those the business people are what? Someone said, you know, said you said, you know, some fuckers hoping their boss gets sick so they can get promoted. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. this person. This is a fucking shark. This the is, person that wrote this is a fucking shark. It's the person that just saw an opportunity in cap. They thought they were going to rally the troops, right? Yeah. They were like, this is our moment. Like, we're not just like. We're not just going to send you money because you work for us. We're going to trans. We're, I'm sorry. We're going to change business, right? Yeah. We're want, changing business. We're, we're, we're going to do alchemy on business. I, I do wonder, and I, I don't know about this. Like, I, 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 this might be stupid. I do wonder if this is a time where businesses might start considering a brick and mortar office to be a waste of money. Like yeah. where it's like the business so, is running and it's doing okay. We almost made that mistake. We were so close to having a place to pay for right now. I know. I know. You know what I was also? I I'm uh I think Street Fight's gonna get a small business uh bailout. I saw mention of that. Okay. I'm definitely going to take the government for anything that I can. Okay, okay. I'm well, definitely trying to everybody trying to rob the government right now. I'm in on it too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's look at this today.com article. That was just an email from somebody at my wife's job. You know what I saw that fucked me up? I think I sent it to you. Um, there is this place called BB Bop in Columbus. And yeah. it's um, it's a ripoff. It's a... They gotta be Anglo people, right? It's gotta be fucking white folks. Um, I can look. Some sort of restaurant group? I'll look. BB Bop is this basically it's a chain it's, it's a chain that's absolutely everywhere they serve rice bowls they ch they serve rice noodles and 
like they are definitely bullying all of the like Asian restaurants in town out of the biz out of the business, right? Like people are people are probably going to get um rice over at BB Bop and some of the other places. Well, they sent me this email that said, "Greetings. In Korea, food is considered medicine." Yes. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck? Do not do this orientalist ass bullshit." So, BB Bop sent me uh, um, an email to say that food is medicine and that they were going to give me free pineapple if I ordered a fucking bowl because that's medicine in Korea. That's how they, and it's fucking awful because if you gave a shit, if even if you were just some white person that opened a, a Chinese or Asian restaurant to try to take business away, you should at least acknowledge that South Korea mobilized all of their nationalized healthcare and took care of this thing in a way that's way more in impressive than what the United States is fucking doing. Yeah. Right. You yeah. can't just say it's cause they ate pineapple. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, uh, baby bop is a Columbus company. Yeah. They're started here for did sure. Not know. I knew that. And, uh, Asian guy. Okay. Asian fair. Guy. Sorry. Charlie Shin. That wasn't fair. I'm sorry. I was, I was wrong on that one. Well, I was just letting you know. I didn't want somebody else to look it up. I thought Baby Bop was in L.A. And no, it's I just I thought here. it was everywhere. It in is. In every city we've gone to, I thought there was one. There, I, well, it's pretty good. I mean, if you're looking for the Chipotle. I like if it. If you're looking for, like, a, a Korean burrito. I'm <laughs> saying I'm not, I'm not saying I don't eat it, but they do, I feel, some. they kind of siphon business away from other people. Yeah. Yeah. And they're too greedy. I don't like when people are greedy. I like when someone opens a restaurant and this is what, that's what they fucking do. Street fight is a restaurant. Like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make it into a franchise. I'm not trying to start other fucking podcasts to make money off of. That's why no, I don't, that's what I do. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you mean like, yeah, I would be, I'm with you too. Street. Like, uh, I've always thought about this with kiss. Kiss is a band that I believe could franchise. And <laughs> yeah, they could. I know. I've been thinking for years about this. I don't I heard it somewhere. Somebody has said it okay. on some radio show I probably listened to fucking 10, 15 years ago. But when they said it, I started thinking like, dude, Kiss could like they and, could just have kisses all over the country playing all the fucking time in perpetuity for the rest of the time that we're if you, alive. If you had four disgruntled old <laughs> white men with a lot of extra money, they could pay a quarter million dollars to get a hold of the official Kiss songbook and have that the makeup the, the, the insignia, have the official blessing as like we're doing the Kiss program as passed down from the legends themselves i re there's got to be a rock band thinking of it and if, it, if kiss would be the one you know yeah they might be too late to get that money but i mean i kind of feel like would you so we'll take this to metallica right if metallica franchised ah and they played the schottenstein center which is our mid-size arena it's they wouldn't That's our play, biggest isn't it uh, no uh the um blue jacket Oh, our biggest. It's actually our biggest is the state Metallica would play a stadium if they came here, right? They yes. wouldn't play in an arena. Would you go see the franchised, the official Metallica? Like they were, I think they would call it like official Metallica. 
and yeah, you would go official. see official Metallica, and they would fucking play Ride the Lightning. They would play all the motherfucking hits. You know what I mean? We could do covers too, like like Garage Day stuff. Yeah, they would fucking play the most they popular do Last songs, dude. It's they do so what? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's the fuck. It's the the hits. It's like a Metallica's like greatest kind of hits, like their best, most popular songs. It's a cover band. Yeah. And you have to look a certain way to get this franchising opportunity. But would you go to an arena to see that? Yes. You would. Now, how much? How much am I talking? A hundred. Okay, well, tickets are generally about $100 now. But they so should be I'll cheaper. I'll say $75. $75 to see an officially licensed Metallica <laughs> Officially licensed Metallica band. No, it's yes, not a cover band. Fe- it's officially licensed Metallica. You can't... It's not cover. It's not cover. This is motherfucking Metallica. It's licensed they have to go. They have to go to some sort of training center... Where they put on like Metallica polos that have yep. the name like on the corner, mm-hmm. and they go and they watch like Lars Drum, you know, and like, yeah. they watch Robert Trujillo go through the shit. Yeah, they learn the the they learn the all of the ma- yeah, like how you play this song when you get really low to play when you. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd pay hundred. I, I would mean, do it for Corn or Limp Biscuit. I would it, fucking go to a Corn officially so- licensed Corn, <laughs> not a cover band. Corn. Officially licensed. They would be called Corn Official. Metallica Official. So we had around the corner from my house, and I really regret it because it was the same night that we were doing one of the uh, wrestling shows, one of the street fights. Master of Tributes was happening over at Al Rosa, which is about to close. But I really wanted to see that, and that's probably that was probably a $20, $25 ticket. Right, but we're not... But, we're t- but if we're... I want to say, this is like having... This is having a Mickey Mantle versus having a graded Mickey Mantle. Yes. This is the official cover group, official franchise of Metallica. The fucking pyro. You get the pyro. Pyro. You get the fucking stage show. They provide the pyro. You get the whole fucking thing, dude. Okay. It's exactly like seeing Metallica, but it's not Metallica. Okay. I just want to mention, this is funny because I've gone to this concert, but Graham Scary in the chat said, this is how Blue Blue Man Group works. Is it really? Yeah, they no just have, fucking they, way. they just train blue men no and send way. them out to go do blue man shit. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, it's easy dude. to do. I would do It's an industry. Yeah. The blue yeah, man industry. Yeah. Ask the people in the chat. I saw Blue Man live. <clears throat> they got really weird in a way where they had the like uh the guy from the toilet sign, the the round head with like the stick body. Yep. He got up and started walking around and like everybody at his work was like mindless idiots. And he was like above all of this. And he was walking through life, like feeling that there was something more. And they got really deep in a way that I did not expect Blue Man Group to (laughs) to deliver on. They were doing like fight club shit. They were doing like, you know, uh, I work at an office. I buy things from Ikea and I go back to my office. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. They were doing all that. It was incredible. The chat if they would, is the chat saying they would go see their favorite band? Yeah, so that, that's the question. Yeah, chatters. That's the question. Yeah. Whoever it may be, Cannibal Corpse, Thursday, fucking. The Doors. NWA, The Doors. Beatles. Every, anybody you ever wanted to see. <laughs> officially licensed groups. <laughs> 100% officially licensed 
in an arena. It checks. The whole fucking thing. They have permission. They have all of the licensure they do. necessary to play Hard Day's Night in the most appropriate way. <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles one would clean up, dude. Beatles Just officially licensed Beatles up. tour. Yeah. I mean, that fucking can... stupid thing they did on Broadway cleaned up. Beatlemania. You know what so, I mean? Our first... Um, this is surprising. I want to know that... I, I really want to drill into this more, but it's just a chat. Graham Scarian says, I would go to see officially licensed Godsmack. I, Godsmack! I, mean, yeah, I probably would too. Really? Well, it'd be yeah. cheaper than the real thing. Yeah, we're to, okay. We're, we're talking about a cheaper 25% version. 25% less than the original. Because the original still got to have like a, a little more. You know what I'm saying? So like Godsmack. Godsmack still is the, the, the. So in this world. Yes. Godsmack is still the top thing. If you fucking want to go see Godsmack. The actual Godsmack. That's yes, you can. Cost a little bit more money. No, this this is this is yeah. just God. It just says Godsmack. It doesn't say officially licensed Godsmack <laughs> yeah. on, the, yeah. on the tickets. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like uh, um uh, uh hype beast brands will do a lot of like other side of the brand where like Bape has Bape and then they have A A P E, which is the little bit. It's the like they make more of the. Yeah, it will also you know? like Gap. All, all there the, you go. All the outlet clothing, like when you go to the Gap outlet, when you go to Old Navy outlet, Banana Republic outlet, they've actually just made those clothes for the outlet. Those aren't yeah. like, that isn't yes. clothing that was at the regular store that was like shipped in. Not all of it, at least. Yeah, most of it is just some specially made shit for yeah, the so, outlet that looks kind of like the stuff from last year. If you don't want to pay $30 for a sweater, we can make a $20 version with shittier buttons and less stitching. Nothing we'll, makes we'll, me more mad than a trip to the outlet mall. The outlet no. mall, you spend so much money. I know. Yeah, and it's because you're tricked. I got a deal. I got a deal. I, got, I, I bought this sweatshirt for $60. And it's like, isn't that what is at the mall? <laughs> No, it's $64 at the mall. It's $4. All right. I'm convinced. So let's see. Um, let's see what our people say here. Officially licensed. Officially licensed. Rock and roll band. We'll ask on the call-in show, too. Very Someone, curious. Selver said, I would, especially if the band is dead. So like you said, the doors. Right. So, but this happened with um, Journey, right? No. Who was that Nobody's band? Nobody's dead. That place, the guy that replaced Steve. Steve Perry? Yeah. The Filipino guy? That dude. Yeah, well, I mean He did he's officially licensed. He he is, but the rest of Journey is there. They're the ones giving him the license. We need to we need for them to sign off on other people's license to sing Journey songs. Right? Yeah, it can't it's not gonna be I mean, I would be okay. Here's what I would do if I was a band and I, I was going through with this scheme. I would send so, like, let's say me, you, Jason, Jake, and Katie are a band. Okay. okay. We would have five concerts every single night, and one of us would be at each one of the five oh, concerts. No. <laughs> that is a move right there. That's what Officially M licensed. And then MF Doom did that. And then MF Doom used to throw concerts and have people step in for him. Yes. And then you never know if you were sawing, seeing MF Doom. And no, you would know. And then, and then, and then. The ticket would be $500 when our band played all together, all together. And we would only do it like three times a year. Okay. You know? Okay. And that's a fucking business right there. I you just made split up. Split the band apart and create 
five <laughs> officially licensed bands well, because, instead. Because if you're Metallica, dude, and you're doing this, and I'm just picking Metallica because Brett's been, you know, all that. Metallica's part of the show. You're probably, if you're large, you're probably thinking like, I don't know if I just... Because sometimes a franchise is a little shittier than... The There's better McDonald's than there, we have favorite McDonald's. There's Burger yeah. Kings that I avoid. There, I don't. You it's know. true. Yeah, yeah. So you would want to be able to be like, let me make sure this the quality the on this is like you be doing quality control. Like, but you show up to your show with a yeah. clipboard in your hand. Like, yep, yep, okay. This is a good, this is good official Metallica. I like it. So his it is dystopian, by the way. The idea of this is like I like it. The fucking the idea of this <laughs> idea is like the logical conclusion of the recording industry. Anyway, would, would you pay? Would you give somebody your blessing to go out there and pretend to be you and do um, your stuff? <laughs> uh, for, if they gave you like a check for forty thousand dollars a month say to go and tour on the street fight name am i writing it no no it's officially licensed though are they writing it i guess you have to pass you're gonna be handing them sets yeah yes i'll do it okay i would do that okay i don't think anybody go (laughs) just have some guy come out and pretend to be us (laughs) fucking wear that i'm like you gotta like lean on the mic stand this certain way like we have to show them how well, we're gonna we stand. Yeah, well, no, yeah. that's part of it. You set up a white paper that explains <laughs> a PDF document that has all of the like brand imaging that we're going with. We'll make sure that they stay within our our image. But the problem with that is, I don't think people would want that. <laughs> no, I don't. From us, eventually. But, but like, I want once you. Once you have a like, once you're Metallica. Once there's hundreds and thousands and probably millions of people that yep. want to fucking be involved in your life. Get him out of here. Yeah. I don't want that many. I yeah. want a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, but not that many. Well, if I was the Metallica guys, I would just be like, I want this thing to keep going, but I don't want to fucking do it anymore. You know? And yeah. it feels like they could have, they, I mean, the hologram thing really didn't work. It sucks. Like we it's just not fair. No. We're just like, we were just like, we're not going to work on this hologram shit anymore. Like, it's a segue. We did it. And it's then the we segue. were like, no. Yeah. It's the segue. <laughs> Just everybody was like, that's not going to be the future, actually. You're telling us this is the future. We're not fucking with that at all. I we mean, want hoverboards. <laughs> we don't want segways. My million dollar or my billion dollar business plan is actually like a Chuck E. Cheese. And, and it like takes the most popular band in a city and it makes the animatronics of the well, most popular band in each yes. like city. So like you would do a poll and you would find out in Ohio the most popular act is rascal flats or Godsmack or something like that. And then you open up Godsmacks and it's just a fucking, <laughs> it's just up there yeah. animatronics playing the songs while you eat pizza and drink beer. Yeah. So let's get in. So this is brought up with the next suggestion from high short stack in the chat. I'd be down for officially licensed flock of seagulls. Yes. Which they have one song, right? They're just mm-hmm. the one song. So if Everybody from the original band couldn't get there, but some officially licensed people could. I would watch that. This actually gets to an idea that I've had for a very long time. Okay. I've said it on the show a million times. I said it on a POD cast. I've said it a million times, but this gets to that idea. It is the singles tour, right? 
And it like takes all these bands that have one or two songs, but these fucking songs are mind-blowingly yeah. great. Come on, Eileen. You know yeah, what I take mean? Take on me by Aha. Take on me by Aha. And it's a rotating stage that just rotates and you get to hear the hits and it goes around. Now, it would be crazy expensive to do this with uh it would be crazy expensive to do this with the real bands, right? But if each band officially licensed a cover act and maybe we could cut the number of bands in half, like where we have bands do two, like we have a band do Flock of Seagulls and then later on in the night they like brush their hair and they do like Great Balls of Fire by Jerry. <laughs> well, we, yeah, like <laughs> something. Get, bring Chingy to do right there. Yeah. I want to hear that. Yeah. That's something I'd like to hear. Yeah. And the stage just keeps turning. The stage just keeps on turning. And this Whoa, is something oh, you oh, can we, tour. You yeah. know, this is something you put in Vegas. That's an idea I have too. Yeah, I have so I, many ideas to revolutionize live entertainment and nobody listens to them. That's true. I think also you're right because if, if we were able to do the, the rotating stage thing and these were efficiently licensed acts, <laughs> I don't think people would mind. Like if they would love it, if somebody comes out that, has the energy and is doing wheel in the sky by journey like hard enough mm -hmm. then we will go nuts for it because right after that is you know take on me ain't nothing but a g thing or whatever yeah, yeah 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 and it's just all of them it's like a fucking the Pandora. best songs ever made yeah yeah all in one one fucking night of the best the top songs ever made <laughs> just you, like a fucking onslaught you could never ending a bunch of fucking money for that i think you could tour it and make your money you know it's like a broadway tour that's what these jukebox broadway shows are you know this yeah. rock of ages sort of thing but mine just takes all that stupid storytelling and stuff and it just fucking 86 is that and we're just doing all the good fun songs yeah and then you could have metal ones you could have country ones you could have all officially kinds of licensed shit. ramones was on here see that's imagine a seeing a bunch one a too. young a bunch of young people and this should be open to everybody i don't want to say it's strictly the to require that they be like the exact same members they gotta look close but young people hair in front of their face yep. just fucking playing ramones yeah i love it at breakneck speed it's still dystopian though it's just sad to think yeah about, yeah we should because there's like right now there's like hundreds of small bands that are like please just give my album a shot I please know. stop worshiping all of this horse shit that you've been listening to for over and over again I know, for but people decades aren't gonna do it you people know what i mean it's unfortunate we the, the the end of history thing really happened you know, when it comes to music, the end of his, we are at the end of history. It ain't changed, but rock and roll music ain't coming back, dude. So fat Aaron says they were, they're into the street fight. They would go see the street fight franchise. No way. We would get paid a little bit off of that though. So that's good to know. People, we would I get, think we would get number a piece one, of that. It was a street fight franchise. I think number one, it would be too fuck. That would be so weird to teach somebody to act like me. Like, I don't know, like, if I saw somebody, I've heard people do impressions of me. Just, they've posted, like, impressions of me and shit like that. And I've seen people do impressions of, like, my mannerisms and stuff. But, like, it would be too twisted for me to, like, have somebody do me. Dude, sorry, this just, this is coming in hot from the chat. Lego Island Real Estate 
in Chicago, the Logan area, they reprogrammed some Chuck E. Cheese mm-hmm. animatronics to play the Misfits. Yeah. And they're wearing like skeleton outfits and yeah. shit. That's easy as hell to do. You know, you just do it. We should buy some animatronics. I wonder how much those are running. I'm going to look that up. We do have, a, we have our mascot bear. Still. We do have a bear. You told me it was gone. You no, told I me didn't. it rotted away in the well, basement. Well, I'll tell you, it did get wet a few times. Well, I don't care about that. What do you, mean, what do you think I fucking care about shit getting wet? Well, I mean, it's also hard to take on tour because it's the head is gigantic. Someone you, wants to hear know? Brian doing... Uh, Kid Rock songs, auto-tuned. Yeah. I would I would do official Kid Rock, and then Kid Rock would be not an asshole. You know what I mean? That would be cool. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah if you yeah. could do officially licensed Kid Rock performances, that, that would, would be, be a great side gig for you. Oh, it would be so good. I'd be so good at it. I know all the songs. Oh, God. You I just can't. But you would just sign up on the official Kid Rock uh, app to accept any shows that people were looking for in the Ohio, Indianapolis, West Virginia, Kentucky, Pennsylvania. Western yeah, there Pennsylvania is a Kid area. Rock in Kentucky. Somebody sent me the picture. Really? Of the Kid Rock. Yeah. Okay, so we won't step on their toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would not want to mess with any current Kid Rock impersonator. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that's going to end up being. God, there's no animatronics online. Well, I, I'm having trouble looking for them because... I'm, I'm recording, but I, I think we did the show. I am curious. I want to hear from you about this. Yeah. I'm a little more. Up. I know it's sad. I do know it's sad to think about commodifying music in that way. But, but it seems like a logical end to what we're doing. It does. So here's it's, what happened. We just watched some kind of monster for the Patreon, which is the Metallica documentary. And it you do understand that eventually it's just a corporation metallica is not like an endeavor to make music it's a full-fledged business that has people to to report to you know yeah they're paying forty thousand dollars a month for a fucking therapist to make sure that it works out i'm looking at animatronics now and they don't like really have the full ones they have a Chuck E. cheese for five thousand five hundred dollars that's a good deal but it's only in ten uh pasquale fists for 200 bucks yeah man but they do have the complete set of the rock of fire explosion animatronics characters for 2800 dollars, and i'm like damn i would love to have that what is it the rock of fire explosion you gotta finish listening to uh march madness yeah the next one is jim rome yeah, we hope things are going well in your in your neck of the woods, and we we please keep us updated. Reach out if you need help or assistance with anything. We're at Street Fight WCRS on most of the social media platforms. You can find us on twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio. That's where it's different. And uh, if you if you want to reach out and uh, you need some help or some comfort, you can send me a text message 614-467-8972. Uh, I will respond to anybody that, you know, wants to, to have a, a talk. I know things are tough right now. I'll be on Instagram. I'll be on Twitter. So if you're around and want to hang, I mean, that's all we're doing right now. Right. Yeah. This Friday hanging. was supposed to be the live show. So <clears throat> maybe we'll try to figure something else out for it instead. We'll try. Yeah. Yeah. We should be able to do something, but thanks for listening and supporting to the sh- supporting the show. You can find a lot of extra bonus content over on Patreon. We have a couple dozen zines. We have like 45 <laughs> videos. We have 
March Madness, we have Shocktober, we have Teen Fight Radio. There's so much premium audio happening over on patreon.com slash streetfightradio. So thanks for being here. We'll see you on Sunday. Peace. Hey! Joel Santana, there's no turning back from here. Nope. Let's go. I am sick of this, sick with it, don't listen, just picture it, how vivid this picture is, me, gifted and living this, no, gimmicks or images, I spit and deliver it, like no one that's living, shit, Ay. straight from the ground, y'all dig, close to where the ground holds live, where the police hound y'all kids, arresting about long bids, from where they keep the fall, squeeze the fall, hustle all day in the street so long, if the feds ever decide to come, we all going down on the motherfucking